Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brownie Points. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. This is the podcast where a guy with a film degree. And a guy who knows how to work a DVD player. Talk to you about movies. This week, we watch a piece of film and the roommate. That review coming up now on this episode of Brownie Points. Alright everybody, here it is, our second film of the week. It the is- film that I could, that's so bad, it made me not want to try on an outro last week. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, that is true. Uh, it is a second trip into the time machine for the week. Uh, Nick, this was your pick, remind everybody where we went. We went and saw The Roommate, it's all you're getting, I'm not doing year or whatever. <laughs> That was why I teed you up. Uh, it was, it was in uh, 2011, just uh, nine years ago when this movie came out. It is from director Christian E. Christensen and written by Sony uh, Mulholland. The, mo- the most subtle name of all time. <laughs> What's your name, Christian E. Christensen? It sounds like made it up on the spot, like Christian E. Christensen. <laughs> it's like, what's your name? Uh, P. Tier. Griffin. Peter Griffin. <laughs> uh, anyway, the uh, the film was written by uh, Sony uh, Malhai. I hope that's how you say the last name. It's it's Mal and High. Literally Mal and H I. So Malhai. Malhai. I I don't know. Uh, Molly. Mal. Oh, dude, really? Do you think it's that simple? Possibly, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I'm the one that's more cultured than you. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this uh the this film stars uh Leighton Meester, uh Minka Kelly, Ali McKenna, and I was trying to find the blonde girl, but she's not blonde on IMDb. So whatever, it's not worth it. Anyway, Leighton and Minka are the two main stars of this movie. Uh Nick. You've seen this before. Why not give your reappraisal hot take? What was this like watching <laughs> The Roommate the second time? Um, This movie did not get better with age. Um, So the first time I ever so this saw this movie. This movie's not like a nice Pinot Noir. <laughs> no, it's uh, pretty terrible. The, the first time I ever saw this movie, uh, I remember watching this uh, because there was a girl i was interested in this is way before me and kelsey started dating finally a nick um, movie a dating story i want to mark this monumental occasion the first time after like the what five stories i've told on mike <laughs> yeah we've got it you you date around and i'm a total loser um <laughs> so <laughs> i just discovered what friends are um <laughs> and her name is my wife <laughs> Sorry. Yes. My wife's my only friend. Continue. Dan's a complete stranger. I don't know. I don't know who this man is. I do this with every week. Uh, We met on OnlyFarmers. 
onlyfarmers.com and you hear like a pig squeal <laughs> um <laughs> squeal like a pig um <laughs> oh no <laughs> i'm not gonna say it um anyway back to my stupid story yes uh there was a girl i was interested in at uh when i was going to isu for school and if you think that i took her out on a date to this movie i did not uh because she owned it on dvd or something and so i remember we watched this movie and i didn't remember anything about it other than it was complete crap um and I did not have fun on that date, and things didn't really progress from there. And I wouldn't even really call it a date. But, yeah, this movie sucked. I saw it in college one time, remembered nothing about it on a not date, I guess. And, yeah, <laughs> so I rewatched this movie. And let me tell you, it is just as bad as I remember. Did you ever see said person again? And if not, yeah, was I it saw, because I saw her. I, I saw her again. Like, it, like, I'm just saying. Like, th- she was like, "Oh, we should watch this movie," and I was like, "Totally." And then we watched it, and I was like, "This is really profoundly stupid." And then it ended, and she was like, well, "Yeah, this wasn't worth renting from the library." If <laughs> this wasn't this wasn't worth even getting it for free from the library. <laughs> And then I proceeded to have massively explosive poops in her bathroom. <laughs> so nothing definitely didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like I was like, "Hey, honest question. Put, put that on Do the letter put plunger? that on the letterhead of the DVD. <laughs> this movie was so bad. I had to have diarrhea instead of finish my date." <laughs> Nick Mahon, Bernie again, to not cinema. date. <laughs> again, not date. Um, <laughs> this movie, this movie, no, the movie was over. Like I was just like I was done. I was sitting with it. And I was like, you know what? I gotta get something out of me. And I went. And said, <laughs> <laughs> I left a tray of brownies in the bowl. What do you want? Um, <laughs> this story's amazing. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, to get to the point, um, this movie's horrible. Um, on our scale of a perfect movie having a full pan of brownies with sprinkles, a nearly perfect movie being a full pan of brownies, uh, so-so 50-50 movies of half pan of brownies, and then a pretty decent movie, but this uh, uh, movie is a single brownie, and then one of the worst movies we've ever seen is so bad it can't even qualify as a brownie. It is a single cookie, a raisin cookie. I give this a cookie. This movie sucks. I picked this movie just to get payback for Dan. I had no intrinsic value in this movie, and when you're watching it, I found no intrinsic value in this movie. It just exists, and I want it to go away. Nice hot take. I I have no great story. Not as hot as what I left in that toilet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my my watching experience for this was not enticing at all. I was just watching this by myself and frankly, I was so profoundly bored watching this. That's my biggest hot take I could say for this movie is that this movie is boring beyond belief. 
There is nothing remotely scary. There is nothing remotely interesting about any of these characters. They're barely acting above TV-grade, like, CW actors. Uh, no offense, superhero shows on that channel. They're actually pretty good. Uh, but it's... God, there's no thrills in this. It looks cheap. This is probably the most shoddily edited film we've seen for the show. Like, I've thought about it since I watched this two days ago, and I can't recall a movie that was as poorly edited as this was. It's just... Yeah, I kind of want to Have just... we watched a movie with lower stakes? I... In this, what's in funny, this genre, what's funny no. Is, this, is, this is a horror thriller movie. And I'm not kidding... I've got several notes in here where my, I'm just saying, I was like, no one is ever in harm's way. Ever. Well, they, okay, it, intimidation. They get intimidated, but not like, yeah, no, she's not actually like. They get intimidated by a girl that they could very easily just push in front of a truck. Yeah, intimidation is not the outright fear of like getting killed like yeah that I is mean, the, wor- what, the worst thing that happens to someone other than what happens to the cat for a while is they get their belly button ring ripped out yeah there's there's not really any kind of like suspense to it like greta had more suspense like than this movie did and it's kind of the same kind of psycho stalker kind of kind of movie yeah but you're concerned about the like you're yeah we are okay. well we are far greta, more concerned about uh the girl uh whatever her name was uh her well-being than leighton leighton meester like carl but um <laughs> in this movie okay so the difference between greta in this movie and greta we think that at any moment this person could snap and like kidnap or like do something that harms the person and then after like she, like, breaks up with Greta. We think that Greta's going to physically harm her, kidnap her, or kill her. And this movie, like, I'm not kidding. Most of the time that the roommate's there, I'm like, <laughs> what is she going to do? Leighton Meester. Make her fail a test? Leighton is so much dumber than Chloe, too, because she doesn't realize at all until there's less than 20 minutes left in this movie that she's crazy. Like, multiple people come up to her and just say, hey, something's up with your roommate. And she's just like, oh, well, she's just my roommate. Uh, I'll talk to her later. Like, that's all she does. She's my roommate. We have to we have to burn macaroni and cheese and uh, have a fire drill because that's what roommates do in college. Also, did you see how Brian was looking at me? And I was like, huh? And he's like, huh? And he's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this... I, By the way, if you ever wondered what I'd be like as a teenage age girl, that. Oh, you would have been you would have been one of the cool kids then. <laughs> yeah, I would have been walking around with Starbucks, and I would have been so popular. And I'd be like, "Hey, listen to this," and then I would have had violently explosive boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Did you just crap your pants?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> my bad." <laughs> <laughs> did you did you just crap your pants? Did you not crap your pants? <laughs> Everyone my age craps our pants. It's the coolest. I uh, yeah, I crap right into my Victoria Thank right? <laughs> Dude, God. I just this movie is so stupid. Like Oh no, I'm agreeing with you. That's but the rest of my hot take is just this movie is, was just beyond ridiculously it boring. So, it is so weird to me that we watched a movie. Where nothing happened, and so many of the characters are not likable. Like the boyfriend she meets at that first college party. I have a huge oh, the problem with 
yeah, I got a huge problem with this dude. Well, okay, hold on. Before we and get I'm, right, and I am let's and I'm very much not a social justice warrior in any way, shape, or form. There's a problem with this dude. Okay, let's hold on. Let's get into the weeds real quick. After I just put it out there, uh, yeah, I I am a cookie too. This is one of the least frightening, least uh, uh, suspenseful. One of the least just I don't know. This movie, I I I thought of. I remember last week where I said I thought it looked like it was a straight to DVD movie. I am shocked this wasn't straight to DVD. I it had that one. It had that one Disney person in it. That's probably why that and Billy Zane. <laughs> oh my God, Billy Zane is so funny. Billy this. Zane is in this movie. Jesus. And for those of you that are like, "Hey, who's Billy Zane?" I recognize that name, and I don't know why. If you've seen the movie Titanic, it's the rich asshole fiance that flips the table. But yeah, it's oh my God, this movie's. Yeah, this movie's really, really, really bad, guys. Don't don't watch it. I go I go cookie too. It's just it's utter, it's utterly forgettable. It's the opposite of suspenseful. It's just a terrible movie that you should only be forced to see if there's a reward at the end of it. Like if you're being punished for a podcast. I hey, getting to complain about this with you is good enough for me. Like I'm glad that this wasn't a case where it's just like. I love, well, no, I don't know. I'll watch, I'll watch anything with you, honestly. But I'm glad that I'm not against the fence trying to tell you that you're wrong and this movie's terrible. I'm glad you at least agree with me. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't really, it's the best movie ever. So anyway. Leighton Meester is God. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to put this out there. This movie's hor- horrifically bad. I am not going to do a scene-by-scene recap of this movie. I took a surprisingly large amount of notes for this movie. Uh, yeah, you took way more notes than I did because I was just bored. I, that's that's why I don't have that many notes because I was just so like, bored during this. Like, I took so many notes. I was like, I wonder if I if, how close this is to Snakes on a Plane. Like, I took a lot of notes for some reason. Well, half of your notes um, I surmised in a text message I sent to you after I read your notes, which was... You wrote down so you wrote down every single thing that confused you about behavioral choices or decision making that I just wrote off as stupid people or stupid and stupid horror movie. Like, <laughs> so here, speaking of stupid people, the boyfriend that he, uh, she meets at the first party. Oh yes, um, yes, yes, the drummer boyfriend. Yeah. So I I've got a problem with this because when he meets her, she's like, oh, I feel lightheaded. He's like, oh, we tend to, uh, she's like, oh, I haven't drank anything. All I had was the punch. And he's like, we tend to spike the punch. I'm like, okay. So this is literally a note I wrote. We tend to spike the punch without women knowing it at our frat. Also, I need to get you in my room. I'm not about to be canceled. Yeah. Have you never been to a frat party before? Like up until, honestly, maybe even, uh, or no. Right when this movie came out in 2011 was, like, when things like this were starting to get massively yeah. frowned upon. So, yeah. but, but it's he, not surprising so the, it's that not a movie su- like this would just ignore that and just be like, oh, hey, frats are still exactly the same as they were in the 60s so, and the 70s. Like, So, my, my problem with this is not so much that he spiked it because it's like, yeah, people spike the punch. But he openly admits we spike the punch so that we can get girls up into our room. And then, like, a scene later where her friend at the party lifts up her shirt and shows her boobs. Uh, no, Disney- she doesn't. It's PG-13, not boobs. Well, she shows the people being filmed in the scene her boobs. Um, 
Yes, I just so wanted to throw it that, out there that it's a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, it's the Disney. It's the Disney Channel girl. Of course, she's not going to show everything. Uh, and I don't. Well, that did not. I did not mean that to sound like I was so angry about that. Um, what was but, she? What was she in? I think. I don't remember this actress's name, so I haven't. I thought. I think High School Musical. You okay? You keep saying things about what about this scene while I try to find her because I I swear to God I, I I recognized her too, but I can't remember why. So then. Um, the guy helps get her back after she shows everyone her boobs, helps get her back to the dorm. And I was like, so is he like good now because he helped get her back? Cause he still nearly got her effed up without her permission to try and do her and got her friend drunk to the point that she flashed her boobs. Like, yeah, he helped, but he helped because of the situation he put them in with the intent of taking advantage of like, He's a he's just the dumb really to me it was like he was the frat that like oh yeah this is what we do but then it's just like oh I actually kind of like this girl so maybe he just magically has this sudden change of heart that's the way it came off to me it was just the lazy writer just like oh he actually likes this girl yeah, it came so he's suddenly as very lazy writing I will give you that it came across as very lazy but also <laughs> Leighton Meester if that's the main character in this movie yeah. uh, she's an idiot because this girl drinks punch at the party, not thinking it's spiked, and now she just takes pills given to her by someone she just met. She is she is going to die. That's a that's that's my note. Yeah, she's is this dude. This no one's like, this movie. This girl basically will be have something in her hand, and she's like, "Hey, is this in my body? No, I better put it in there." With literally anything that gets put in her hand. Oh, you know what? I just figured out who this person, who we thought this person was, but I don't think it was. I think you were confusing her with uh, Ashley Tisdale. Hang on a sec. Okay, I'm looking up the roommate because... Which she is I... not in this movie. I just... Uh, I'm about to give up because I really don't care. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, not not the tomb mate. The roommate. Yeah, she actually has a name, but I... Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe she scrubbed her name off of IMDb for this. <laughs> I wouldn't blame her whatsoever. But... Um, but yeah, the, uh, uh, where are we at in the movie? Um, oh, after the party, this made me laugh, was, uh, after she kisses the guy, uh, because they are magically in love now, and she walks into her room, and this is the first moment we see the roommate. I didn't, tell me if you thought she was just sitting in bed staring at the door with the lights off, or she actually woke up. The way it came off to me was that she was just awake in bed with all the lights off. And I wrote in my notes, ah, that's a massive red flag if she's just sitting in the dark. <laughs> it's it's uh, Allie McChalka. Allie McChalka. Chalka. Allie McChalka. Allie. What? Wasn't this Irene? No. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, she's okay. She changed. She looks a lot different now. Oh, dear God. Yeah, she does. Holy smokes. She got hit by the age two by four. Sorry, that was really, really rude. But wow, she left. She literally does looks like a completely different person. Holy yeah. smokes. She looks like Irene. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see what I've I'm trying to see what I saw her in because she was in a bunch of stuff like in 06 to oh, like 08 to 06. Phil of the no. Phil. Of the, she was in Phil of the future. 
That was a Disney Channel thing. Oh, she was in a season of Two and a Half Men. That's funny. Nice. Oh, Easy A. She was one of the friends in that. That's that's one thing I recognize her from. Yeah, she was in Alien and AJ too. Like, yeah, dude, she was in a lot. Wow, when did you watch all these? High school, High School Musical. She was in High School Musical three. She's a High School Musical star. She's only in the third one. Uh, dude, if she's in the third one, I'm pretty sure she's in the others. Give me a minute. Oh, iZombie. She was in iZombie. There we go. I, I recognize her in the ads for that, too. That's so funny. No, dude, she was in the high school musicals. I don't see her credited in this. Dude, I'm looking at her on the poster. Which one is it? I don't see her high in the... High school musical three. Senior year. Oh, high school three. I don't see what year this was. Uh, wow, how long ago did that come out? Uh, a while ago like it was 2006 or 2007 like as a while ago oh jesus uh... anyway back to this movie um but what i'm getting at is like from the beginning of this movie the people in this are stupid and terrible people also the dorms in this movie are the best college dorms ever dude those aren't college dorm rooms those are like suites at those are like just suites in an LA hotel. Like, like dude, when, when they show the closets in this, I, I have a note. I was like, Oh, the closets in the dorms at ISU were just holes. They built into the wall. I didn't go to a college with a dorm. I had to get an apartment. Those dorms were nicer than some of the apartments I lived in. Those were insanely nice. <laughs> oh, so I've got a note. I don't know the context, but I have a note that says Reba hanging like my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in your notes too, and I couldn't remember what you were talking. I had no idea what on earth you were talking about either. <laughs> Me either. I have no idea why. Um, Keenan Thompson so... wasn't in this. <laughs> My ass, man. <laughs> That's what this movie needed. Is a guy complaining about his butt. Um, another thing that makes these people terrible: this one girl is just stringing her ex-boyfriend along. Why? Well, she's not stringing him. He just, he won't stop calling her and they just broke up. But the beside the fact that they just broke up, she's not stringing him along. He won't go away. Like she's ghosting him, but he's stupid. It's just like, uh, we need to talk. We need to talk. I can't take hints. We need to talk. And then she gets stabbed. So I, I, I want to point out that Allie McChocolate's character, um, Allie Milk Cho- I'm going to call her Milk Chocolate. Milk Chocolate's character in this movie, um, she goes out to a bar, and then she's like, oh, she's got a head on me. And then she just kind of disappears, and the roommate comes and picks up uh, Leighton Meester. And it's funny because she acts like – she's like, I can't believe that you're mad at me. And it's like, uh, well – there, the the thing that I found funny is she's like, I can't believe you're mad at me. And I was like, frankly, you should be mad at her because she had your phone, didn't see you for like a day. And it's like, how do you know she's not dead? Right. Yeah, I. I Yeah, I don't I got nothing to add. <laughs> a lot of the just and this is the start of the movie, though, where the little bread breadcrumbs of the obsession like. I think for me, like, I think it, uh, well, the writer obviously wanted to make sure that we got it. 
like as like nailed on the head as possible when they go to the art museum like as they slowly start becoming more like buddy buddy <laughs> these people are stupid <laughs> Well, when they go to the art museum and it's the obvious, it's not a metaphor, but the super obvious, just like they get to that painting with the big eyes and she's just like, it's the eyes. You look into the eyes and she's staring at you because she wants you to know that she cares. Wink, wink. And it goes into a zoom in on her. It's just like, do you get it? This is crazy. Yeah, did, was she wearing black contacts too? Like, I I swear the couple like extreme close-ups, I could see like an outline of like a contact, but no pupil discernation. Or, can't say the word I'm trying to say. It looked like she was wearing black contacts whenever they did like an extreme close-up on her. That I don't know. That's not something I normally pick up on. Um, but speaking of making her look strange. So we talked about in the quick takes the severe lack of, like, any stakes in this movie. And it kind of starts with her being crazy. She's not threatening in any way. Like, she's just she's just kind of annoying. She's just really clingy and annoying and you feel kind of bad for her. Yeah, she's she's just someone you want to watch get hit by a car. Like, <laughs> I w- I feel bad for her. Like, you want to see her get hit by a car? <laughs> well, I mean, like Mean Girls. Like, you just want to see her like not. Oh, you be just want to see her park out in the street <laughs> and get hit by a bus. But, dude, she's she's not scary like i never was worried about anyone's safety as she's waving a gun around i have a note about how she won't actually kill her um the only time she does anything that's like scary to someone's well-being is when she rips out the belly button ring from the one girl when she puts the cat in the dryer which dick move and dude yeah when she kills the ex-boyfriend but that guy's in the movie his voice is in the movie for about 30 seconds before that, and then he's in the movie long enough to basically uh, get a boner, read a name tattoo, and then get stabbed with a box cutter. Dude, okay. I've, uh, okay, I've got a really I've got a really bad joke about box cutters. Uh okay, I do have a question after this. Uh it was it was just like box cutters haven't been used this much since 2001. Oh, that was in your notes. That's right. I... <laughs> uh, that's not the full joke, but I'm not going to elaborate. Yeah. Um, no, the the question I have, though, is about that specific scene when the boyfriend finally... Okay, so the bo- boyfriend finally shows up and it's just like he leaves a note under the door because uh, the Leighton's out and the, uh, the, the roommate isn't Because gonna... he couldn't text the girl. Yeah, right. right. Well, she was ignoring the call, so what's a text going to do? So... She but, could still read the text. You think she wasn't listening to the voicemails? That's that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this he is, was trying to be. Remember, remember, this is pre iPhones. Like they're showing like. Oh yeah, uh, Sony Sony Ericsson's or whatever those were called. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're like really crappy phones. So like, there's no red receipts. But this is in 2011, and iPhones were out. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but they hadn't taken over the world at this point. Well, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, this is, in 2011, they were still using terrible flip phones. Like, not even razors. They were still using, like, like, like the black screen, like, flip phones. I just thought it was funny. But, uh, 
So he writes the note and and says, uh, I'm going to be at this hotel. How, how, for how late the roommate shows up, let alone the fact that she just, she had to break in. He didn't leave her a key. So she takes the universal swipe from the janitor, breaks in, and regardless if it was her or the actual girlfriend, how is his first reaction not to, like, somersault off the bed and scream, how the f*** did you get into my hotel room? <laughs> was that not shocking to you that he just laid there and was just like, mm, there's a girl in my bed, perfect. Like, <laughs> no, because this movie is so stupid that it's not surprising a character would do that. Like... Stupid people in stupid horror movie do stupid things. Yeah, like, (laughs) again, like, we're supposed to overlook the fact that that one guy, like, admittedly admits to they spike the punch so that they can drunkenly trick girls into doing stuff with them. Again, that is not uncommon in frat parties. (laughs) I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's not uncommon. What I'm saying is he's openly admitting it to someone that he was targeting. Yeah, and literally just met. (laughs) Yeah. Because that is an act of chivalry in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm a piece of garbage. <gasps> Endearment. Um, so That's not too far from real life. Like, uh, I got $3,000 in credit card debt to baby mama and I don't own a belt. <gasps> Take me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own a belt. <laughs> what's, your, what's your profession? SoundCloud. SoundCloud what? Just SoundCloud in general. Oh, and sometimes I pick up shifts at Taco Bell. <laughs> what's your What's your profession? Olive Garden. Olive Garden. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Taysom Hill. What's your football position? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Taysom Hill. What's your football position on the field? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Saints so, deep cut. <laughs> so something that I want to point out as something that i found like distracting was ali i i hate to keep picking on her but this is the last thing i pro- actually it's not um <laughs> ali machalka <laughs> ali machalka so she's in this movie she's introduced at the beginning as like oh she's the girl in the dorm that she meets and they're friends and yeah they go to drinks and bars and they have fun and boobs and stuff like <laughs> and boobs and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and so she then gets cornered after the part where she like, she's like, why are you mad at me? And then the one girl's like, oh, we're friends. Yay. And then they hug. And then the roommate's like, you're a terrible friend. You should stop hanging out with her. And then she like pins her down in the shower and like rips her belly button ring out. Um, Dude, that was, she's just, she's just gone from the movie. And I was like, oh, I guess high school musical three needed to film something. I, yep. Check in the bucket. Uh, there's, like, by the way, they, there's a lot really, of chicks you, in the bucket in this movie. Like the the roommate's remember, do parents. The, do you remember the trailer? Because I know you watched the trailer last week. Because I remember her being featured in the advertising pretty prominently, and they have her in the movie for 20 minutes. I barely remember the trailer, but but hold on the chick the chicks in the bucket. Like besides her, her parents absolutely no closure like are we just left to assume that the parents are just relieved that their troubled daughter is in a better place after the end of the movie like what about the line what about the mother's line where she's just like i i couldn't i don't remember anything that was said between the between her and the dad at at midnight by the fridge but i do remember the line where her oh, mother's yeah, like yeah they did have that she, scene i forgot that where 
where the mother's like, has she been taking her medicine? And she goes, her medicine? And then the girl starts walking down the stairs, and Ron's like, oh, well, have a good day. It's like, no, you don't get to reel that back in, lady. What do you mean her medicine? Is she needing to be on uh, meds for a psychiatric issue? Does she have Crohn's disease? Does she have cancer, and she needs to be taking medication for something? What medication are you talking about? Is, is Does it, she have bad allergies? What is this medication? Is it just you don't the, get to be like, oh, here she comes. Never mind. Yeah, is it just the pill? Just a reminder she's in college and she's allowed to have the pill? Like, yeah, it could have been anything. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean medication? Is medication a code for like cookies? Like, or is it like has she been taking her medication? What it could have been her medication? insulin shots. Yeah, is she diabetic? Like. There's so many things you just you just opened up and then you're like never mind. Does she, oh my god! Like the only we just start listing off everything in line, the medical dictionary. The only reason that li- dude, the only reason that line is in this movie is just to be like the parents acknowledge she has a she has a mental issue that she has been addressing before she went to college and now she has stopped addressing it. By the way, like how just. It's what's the right way to describe it when they go back like and they're hanging out at the cafe and apparently all the girls that she tormented were not her age. They were all younger than her because they are all still there and they all happen to be at the exact same cafe. (laughs) Yeah. And I just like when she like walks by, she's like, we were never friends. And 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 uh, her roommates like I would have laughed really hard because I just started way too many sentences. Do you remember in. The Amazing Spider-Man, when uh, Martin Sheen comes to Peter's school and he sees Gwen Stacy, and he goes, he has pictures of you on his computer. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that part. I was expecting her to be like, she has drawings of you on her wall. <laughs> oh, a good director or a good writer could have been like, maybe you ought to look in her, in her art notebook or something a little more sly. Like, that actually would have been good well, writing. Well, what about the scene where she is going to look in her notebook and then she's like, I almost left my pad. Like, oh, saw that coming a mile away. That's a yeah, that's a when that's a like trope. Though. Oh, I forgot for this. Like after she's walked out the door and walked easily a couple hundred feet away. Yeah. Well, so that's the other thing, too, is I love the scene where she's like, I got inspired. And then she goes to the club and hits on the lesbian family friend and then like whoa, 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 whoa. Has okay, sex okay. with her and comes back in the next morning. This is a big, big question I have that I wrote in my notes. Where on earth was it established that Isabel, I think that was her name, or Esther, what, what was the friend's name? Es- Isabel Huppert. No, not Isabel. No, whatever. <laughs> no, I got Allie, I got Allie McBeal, whatever her name is up here. Um, Irene. When? Vivian. No, it's, dude, it's Irene. <laughs> Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. I thought we were just making up names. No. No. Well, okay. When in the movie did I miss when they established who Irene was, why she matters, and that she lives in an apartment not that far they... from campus? I don't remember a damn thing so... until until Leighton just happens to say in the movie, oh, I need to go to Irene's show. Wait, who is Irene? So... What? So they, they establish who she is. I think at her first show, and then that's so out of the blue because she just goes, "Oh, I gotta go see my friend I- I- Irene's show." Like, wait, yeah. what? We're just well, introducing Irene out of nowhere. Well, they introduce Irene to be like, "Hey, this is a family friend in the area that she knows," 
and she probably recommended she goes to school here because they're interested in the same things. Okay, but and you're just projecting all that because that wasn't on the screen. No, it's it's on the screen in that scene she's introduced. They don't really say why she has to go to this show, but when she meets her, it's, okay. hey, they've got a long history together. She's a, obviously a family friend of some sort who lives in the area, who probably recommended she went to the school because of their similar interests. Okay, see, so, if all of that was said a little bit more clearly, like maybe beforehand or something not the way they did it in this movie, it wouldn't have been so jarring for me. Just like, oh, here's Irene. She just happens to be in this movie. Like, whoa, you can't just drop a character like that just in the middle of the movie. Like, what? It It is said. It's just sometimes, Dan, you have to be smart like me. And so they... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you I'm know what kidding. i'm talking about though right when she just name drops yeah, irene it out is of pretty nowhere jarring when she's like i gotta go to i gotta go to my friend irene's show i'm like okay well and that's part um, of the editing i have a problem with so too the, like the thing the, the editing in this movie just there's no the connective thing, tissue it's just scene to scene to scene to scene to scene it's just like okay i guess we're here now oh we're here now like so my point i've been trying to make for three minutes is uh when she goes to Irene's sh like show and then her apartment and she's like, well, we need a place. To we need someone to adopt the cat. Or she's like, you could just move in here and keep the cat. I don't remember the roommate ever finding out what Irene looks like. So when she goes to the club and tricks her into the bathroom, that doesn't make any sense to me. Cause it's like, how do you know what this lady looks like? If I want to be kind and project the same way I was just complaining, I would assume that she probably stalked her at some point or just the movie. Uh, just yeah, there's there's so many scenes of her stalking people, by the way, I might be completely forgetting one. I don't remember explicitly, but I do from what I can recall of this movie. I think she I think the movie just had her just know instinctively that like oh the beautiful slightly older woman right there that's her and she happened to guess right like but no i don't remember an explicit yeah. moment where she was staring at her she might have so though. i've i've uh, so <sighs> okay well okay the, the kitten thing because irene kind of has something to do with the kitten when the kittens introduced, I actually made a note. I was like, I swear to God, because I can't, again, I didn't remember anything about this movie other than it sucked. I was like, I swear if this kitten is introduced just to be harmed or killed, I'm going to be really pissed. Oh, uh, and lo and behold. <laughs> yeah. That poor kitty. She was so cute. Yeah, like, dick move, man. Like, I'm going to put it in the dryer. I was like, you couldn't do something a little less horrific? Like, <laughs> you Jesus. couldn't just let it go? Right, you could have just put it back on well, the street. Like, at least so, she didn't go so far as to, like, so put this, it in the microwave. Yeah, like a snake. Um. So, <laughs> wait, do microwaves have kitten buttons? This one would have. <laughs> yeah. So, I've, I've got... Uh, this brings me to uh, kind of my, like, penultimate point about this movie. And... Is it Billy Zane? It really breaks down... Uh, well, okay. Actually, yeah. Let's talk about Billy Zane before I get to my penultimate point. <laughs> no, my penultimate point is the stakes. And I really want to elaborate on the stakes because we haven't yet. But Billy Zane is in this movie. And when did you find you, out that Billy a... Zane was a creep? In the movie? Because it seemed like you predicted it way earlier than I did. When, uh, 
because when she goes in and she's like, I need to get in your class. And he goes, the class is full. And she's like, I really, I, I want to take your class. And like, they make eyes at each other. I was like, is she going to clap cheeks with the teacher? Dude, um, I swear so, to God. Like, I thought that when moment... he's in her, when he's introduced is when I realized he was going to be a creep. Like he's not written very well. I swear Shocker. to God. I thought that was just a tropey, just like, whoa, well, I see in your eyes, you're a real student. I didn't go to creep. I just went with like, oh, she gets in the class because movie needs her in class. Like, I <laughs> I definitely didn't get creeper vibes until like when he kissed her. I had that kind of, oh, duh moment. Kind of like in The Rock. Like I had that, I, oh, of I course was... he's going to try to bang her. Of course he is. I, his entire time on screen, I wasn't waiting for that. Like I knew they would kiss or have sex or whatever. I wasn't really waiting for that. I was just waiting for him as a teacher to catch a student with their phone underneath the table texting. And he like throws the table like he did in Titanic. And he has like this big screaming scene. <laughs> what a fall um, from grace to be in this after Titanic, by the way. And the, yeah. Dude, his entire his entire career post Titanic has been a fall from grace. Uh, he should have kissed James Cameron's ass a little harder. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and and his his story going somewhere like when she like fakes rape with him or whatever to blackmail him to leave the girl alone, and then he just like leaves the school forever. Put on um, a bleep of so, absence. Yeah. Yeah. So my thing that I really want to talk about with this movie, and I know we've gotten like way into the review before really getting to it. The stakes don't matter in this movie. It's, it is unbelievable how little anything in this movie matters. Like, look, we just, we just watched Cape Fear. We just watched an obsessed stalker movie done perfectly. And now we're watching an obsessed stalker movie done as poorly as it can be done. Yeah, there's no fear of true, like, what she's really doing there's is no, just... It's, there's it's, no repercussions to anything that it's makes just she's me being worry possessive. for somebody. She's being possessive, but not possessive like, to the point where she's going to murder, well, it, it, until the very end. But, like, you don't get that sense until the movie calls for her to actually kill people, which just happens to be, oh, we only have ten minutes left of this movie. So I, I hope I've got several notes about this, but one of my first ones is so no one has died. Like the biggest threats have been she assaulted the girl and ripped out her belly button ring, stalked the guy in the library. And all that was she's just standing in the aisle while he's looking at books and she's just like staring at him. Oh, and then he and walks then... by and she's in a different aisle and then he goes back and she's not there. Did you hear in the audio when it went back to her to where she was supposed to be and it was gone? And then it was, I don't remember his name, but you heard, I heard it go, David, or like whatever the guy's name yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so funny. So, so she, so she stalks the guy in the library, falsely claimed rape, falsely claimed rape on the professor, also told Jason to stop calling, cut and punched herself, and then killed the cat. Like, I, I, my, I finished that note with, seriously, ramp it up. No one... No one is being harmed. She okay. She killed the cat. That's bad. But she's uh, like the cat's character in this movie was. Hey, look, it's cute. We didn't know anything about the cat, so <laughs> that's what's I don't missing sound, from I, this movie. <laughs> we need a cat. We need a cat backstory. Why is it yes. astray? What frat house did it run away from? <laughs> is it the cat drunk? mother still locked in the frat house? <laughs> 
Dude, oh, by the way, so when uh in the scene in the scene where she talks to her dad in the kitchen at night and she walks in and she goes, Dad, do you want to know what my first thought was? What? Butters. <laughs> From South Park? Yeah. That, I, dude, I started laughing so hard. But so so um, <laughs> But yeah, dude, just like So okay, I've got a I've got another note. Um Again, she could have killed him and didn't really do anything. Uh, this is this is when she is uh, at the gas station and she like just starts spilling gas on the guy that like touches her hand. Oh yeah, she could yeah. have killed him. She could have killed him and didn't really do anything. Now she's looking like she'll attack the lesbian family friend in the bathroom, and I don't like literally when she's attacked when she like in the bathroom. It looks like she's kind of like flirting to get close to the girl and then lady and she's going to attack her. I'm not even kidding you. I literally was just sitting there like nothing is going to happen. This movie, this movie takes so long for the stakes to really get ramped up to a level where you think like, okay, she's going to actually do something. It takes so long. You never think anything bad's going to happen to anybody. It thinks it's it. The movie thinks of itself as like her, really classy psychological first, terror more than like her, outright. Her first, her first attack really is so late in the movie that it and and what she does in this first attack really should have been like the second attack in the movie. Right. I I mentioned it in Cape Fear that what's terrifying about Robert De Niro, or at least what's part of what's terrifying about Robert De Niro, is that we see an assault like right at the start of the movie. So we know what he's capable of, and it's scary. <laughs> oh my god! I just saw my favorite. No, I'm really sorry to interrupt. I just saw one of my favorite notes about this movie. It's so stupid. What was it? It's from about. It's the one about her boyfriend, ex boyfriend Jason's jawline. Oh, that like he could like cut cakes with it or something. It's dude. Jason's jawline could be used to slice meat. <laughs> But back to like oh again so there's you know a, there's you know what I'm getting where, at though is that like where she's walking down an alley and I've got dude I don't this alley scene is not creepy because I don't think anything will happen yeah no it's, nothing... it's after it's after the two tattoo parlor scene where she gets the same tattoo and she's like you can call me Emily you can think of me as a sister which dude weird you didn't ask like the girl that said at the beginning of the movie I would never get a tattoo I hate them and she's and she all of a sudden's like I want to get a tattoo you don't question what she's gonna get. And then, um, like, so she she's like, don't, like, just leave me alone. You're going too far. Leave me alone. Stuff like that. And then she sees her in an alley, and they're, like, playing it up like it's going to be a creepy attack. It's like, nothing's going to happen because nothing has happened in this movie almost an hour and five minutes in. Yeah. It's – it doesn't. It, it it Like I was saying, it's, it's fancying itself to be, like, psychological terror – when really that's not even it. Like this is just this makes this raises a question that I want to ask. Like because there was there was hoopla over the witches with depiction of people with deformities. There was hoopla over split about uh, trivializing like seriousness of multiple personality disorder. Like how do you think this? Do you think movies like this, if not specifically this movie, like? Are other movies of this specific kind, like, just as a trashy, should-have-been B-movie, but took itself a little too seriously, like, 
somebody clearly with schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, do you like that being used as, like, the, not motivation, but, like, the reason why this person's crazy, like, just because she happens to be afflicted with a disease that she was born with, like, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't really care about it. I just watched the movie because I know it's there for purely entertainment purposes and not to accurately portray stuff. Yeah, it's not. Again, I, just, I nitpick. I nitpick the snot out of it for not for stuff for not being realistic. I uh, I found it. I actually like you. No, usually I am the person that's just like, dude, it's a movie. But like this time, like I was just so. I think because I found this movie so boring and uninteresting, like I kind of felt like it was just kind of lazy this time. Like, oh well. Well, she's just schizophrenic. That's it. Like, it wasn't some sort of trauma that emotionally scarred her. It wasn't an abusive mother, so she looks to her for, like, companionship. It wasn't... There wasn't any real emotional reason. Like, it's just... uh, She's crazy because she forgot her pills. There we go. Easy fix. And I find that a little bit... It also goes to one of my notes. So, I've got a bunch of other notes that, yeah, whatever... They're kind of funny, but they don't really like this movie is so stupid. It doesn't matter. But my, my final wrap up notes on the movie were cookie, no stakes. When they do raise the stakes, it's funny. The movie drags. They don't wrap up several storylines. There are several storylines in this movie. They don't wrap up like why she's crazy. Uh, what made her crazy? What, what did she do in the past? What did her parents know? Yeah, that's literally did, what I was just saying. Like that's, that's like what I was saying before. That's just like, Oh, she's schizophrenic. That's it. Yeah, like they, there's several things like this. This movie could. I'm not. I know when we talk about like our cookie rating, we say that there's nothing good in it. This movie has a couple kernels of good, in that I'm positive this could actually be a good thriller. You just you have to write this better. You have to make the characters not as hackneyed, and you have to have a director with a vision that is something other than just, I'm going to put out a horror movie. So it's on my resume. Dude, this, I, no, I don't agree. Like just in terms of what this movie is. No, nothing. I is think, good. nothing I think, is good I think about this movie. Not, maybe no. not, maybe not, maybe not in college, but I think someone living with someone that is obsessed with them and stalking them. Yeah, you could make that scary. You just have to do a ton of work to overhaul this. In it's princi- not easy. In principle, it's not going to be easy. You have to do a ton of work to this, but I think there's something there. In principle, a movie, a good movie can be made about anything. I agree with that in principle, but no, I I won't go so far as to say anything was good this movie. Like this is a cookie in the most cookie definition that we call cookies. Horrible acting, horrible writing, horrible editing. Would you, horrible... Would you call this movie so much a cookie? It's cookie cutter. I uh, yeah, a lot of the stuff is very cookie cutter. Like it's very, uh, I, I'm getting more angry talking about it with you. But like, while I was watching it, like I said, I was just bored to tears. I well, I've, I've I hardly actually, have I've any notes. Com- I hardly have I've, any notes compared to you. Like I wasn't even a, riled I've up enough to write about... down anything. I've got a question about like the la- like the stalker's last line in the movie where she's like, "Sarah, I just want to be your friend." Why? Like it there's there's nothing that really shows them being like the best, like the absolute best of friends or having this like 
unbelievable connection to each other. They just like get along pretty decently. The script just the script just forces it. Like it's just because the script says that she's obsessed with whatever girl happens to be within a six foot radius of her. Like, and as long as that happens, then boom, I'm automatically obsessed with you be- by the laws of this stupid movie script. That's all, that's all it needs. So I've got, uh, I've got one line that, or one note that I just, I really liked it. Um, it is, there's nothing worse than thinking someone won't shoot you. And then they pull the trigger of an unloaded gun and you hear the firing pin click. Yeah, that was like, that's got to feel pretty terrible. If I want to if if I want to be generous with this, not unlike uh, unlike the rock or not unlike the rock. I don't know what I'm trying to say. If I want to be generous with this, that was like maybe the one time the movie actually had something going for it was that betrayal moment. Well, to wrap it up before we do the Nicolas Cage question, this movie ends as stupid as it begins because her boyfriend comes over to her dorm and it's just her and he goes do you need a roommate and she goes i don't think i want a roommate for a while and then she's like can you help me do something and they pushed the empty bed out into the hallway why not push it together for a bigger bed like everyone in college with a single roommate does you idiot because the symbolism the symbolism of being alone the screenwriter obviously didn't think of the greed of making a bigger bed clearly (laughs) To which I agree with you. I think that would be the smarter idea too. <laughs> Even though you need to get a big enough sheet to catch you from hammocking in between the the the, the two cushions. Yeah, I got nothing more. Uh, like, who would you cast Nick Cage to be in this movie? I'm not going for the low hanging fruit of Billy Zane. I think I was to say the low the low hanging fruit is the boyfriend in the movie. No, not I. I wouldn't want him as the boyfriend either. I would just want him for the cameo and the voiceovers of the ex-boyfriend, like Nick Cage. Yeah, just I'd, in I'd the have background. him be the ex. I'd have him be the ex-boyfriend just so he's in and out and doesn't waste his time in this. Oh, that's that's way more personal than me. <laughs> I, I like the idea of Nick Cage was just being in the background and then just the stunt casting of him showing up just to get murdered. I like the idea of that. Yeah, this that just this movie sucks. I think you hate this movie just a hair more than I do. <laughs> I just, I've wasted my time with it twice is what it is. <laughs> do you resent the fact that you hate it more than I do? <laughs> I don't hate it more than, than you. I've just had more time to actually come to hate it. Okay. You um, have, you have seen it. You have seen it twice and I have only seen it once. <laughs> yeah. So let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Let's get this uh, train wreck done with. Yeah, no, this movie, this movie was terrible. Thank you for, wasting 90 minutes of my life for once uh <laughs> thank you for wasting four weeks of movies of my life God, you didn't even hate all those movies <laughs> <laughs> uh that's our thoughts on the roommate um we're gonna take a break and when we come back we'll let you know what we're gonna be watching next week we'll be right back All right, everybody, that is it for our thoughts on The Roommate. Thank you so much to Isla... Isla... I almost said her name wrong. Isla Murph and a few K for the bumper. I thought you said it was a he. Oh, yeah, it is a he. God, I... I'm on a roll right now. Uh, <laughs> that almost... Or it was like from a guy. 
Thank you. I Again, that's my that's my me if I was a college girl. <laughs> yes, thank you, Isla. Thank you, Nick, because your bumper music was here as well. Thank you, both of you, for the music. Next week, on top of, or not on top of, in addition to our Brownie Bites episode we do every week. My God, Dan, stop thinking about college. <laughs> in addition to our Brownie Bites episode, we got two movies. Uh, neither of them are going to be theatrical releases once again. Yes, people, we are aware that the theaters are open. We just, I, we'll get back. We're going to go back. This isn't us protesting the theaters or anything. We just have a schedule set. And <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to limit my exposure before the football game. Yeah, plus even before. It's very you ha- similar, very similar to like before my wedding. Yeah, we, I mean, the, the calendar, even before you bought that, we, we had streaming only on the calendar for a while anyway, so. It's not we're pur- it's not purposefully skipping the theaters. We are aware movies are out, but we're still gonna be streaming for a little bit, guys. But uh, so yeah, just wanted to give you a heads up. We aren't ignoring the theaters on purpose. <laughs> so anyway, what we're gonna be doing next week? Two more trips into the time machine. My pick for the first film is a trip to 2015 for the Eli Roth film starring Keanu Reeves. Knock knock. That's been trending on Netflix uh, this past week, so apparently a lot of you have been checking this out. I am only picking this, and it's funny, I just realized that I'm picking two films from two directors I really, really don't like in a row. Um, But yeah, I'm picking this because... You're growing, and you're understanding the point of the show, finally. (laughs) I'm just picking this because I want to hear Nick's reaction. He's never seen the movie all the way through, I. I have. I've, I've never I've never seen the movie. The only thing I know about it is this is one of my favorite midnight screenings from Stone to Gremlin Productions, the people that do the cinema snob. Um, it is just funny to listen to them go back and forth on this movie because they both hate Eli Roth. Hey, so do I. I watched this, I want to say... In- Ooh, face. I saw this. That's from Cabin Fever, another Eli Roth masterpiece. <laughs> I, I honest. Okay, here's a hot take. I'd rather watch an M Night Shyamalan movie than hey, an what, Eli what, Roth what, movie. What, what, what do you think? What do you think Eli's? What do you think Eli's favorite part of chicken noodle soup is? The chicken. The broth. Oh, <laughs> Dan hasn't killed a joke in a while. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, no. Did you miss my hot take? I'd rather watch an M Night Shyamalan movie than an Eli Roth movie. Gun to my head. And, well, dude, here's the thing. An M. Night Shyamalan movie compared to an Eli Roth movie. An Eli Roth movie is going to have a bunch of insufferable, annoying people. And an M. Night Shyamalan movie is going to leave you very confused. No, an M. Night Shyamalan movie is going to look good. It's going to have good music. It's going to have a decent cast, but it's but it's going to have a mind-numbingly stupid screenplay. Eli Roth is also going to give you a mind-numbingly stupid screenplay, but... Most of the time, he can't cast well, and most of the time, his movies look really cheap. And yes, his characters are also very insufferable. Mind-numbingly stupid is my specialty. Well, then you should have a blast with this movie. I, Much like how you weren't looking forward to The Roommate, uh, I'm not... Well, okay. There are parts of Knock Knock I remember laughing insanely hard at, so at least I have that to look forward to, but... No, this is strictly for you because I have to know what not Red Litter Media version of Not Knock is like for you. I have to hear if you think it's, it's as stupid. It's Stone as Gremlin I do. Productions, not Red Letter Media. This is one of the few times that I've not heard Red Letter Media's. 
Okay, well, you get what I'm saying. I have to know what you think of the movie itself, if you think it's as stupid as I think it is. <laughs> uh, my pick is 1976's Carrie. Uh, this was the viewer submission from uh, Nicole, who emailed us over the weekend. So we are going to watch that. Uh, I watched the 2013 version with Kelsey this past weekend just because I was like, you know what? I just got to kind of know the gist of this movie before uh, we go see the 76 version. Um, so I kind of know what the story's about, but I've not seen the 76 one all the way. I've seen pretty decent amounts of it. I've not seen the entire thing of the 76 version, but we're going to watch that. You have to pay to rent it on, uh, I think, Apple TV. So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I've. Oh, no, I did say Knock Knock was on Netflix. Uh, Carrie, I did look it up. Uh, 76 Carrie, you can rent it anywhere, Apple, Amazon, YouTube. It's on. It's rental everywhere, but if you happen to have Stars, it is a part of Stars. Uh, that's the only free way to watch it. Uh, so I will... Uh, I have access to Stars, so I'll watch it that way. But, guys, it's a cheap $3, $4 rental. It, it, to me, I've seen it before. I think it's fantastic. I think it's worth the $4 rental if you have to go that way. But that aside, that is what we're going to be watching next week is the original 76 carry and Eli Roth's knock, knock. Nick, remind everybody where they can reach out to us until next week. Check us out on Facebook, Brownie Points Guide to Cinema, uh, Instagram, Brownie underscore points underscore guide, and Twitter at Brownie underscore cinema, as well as Brownie Points Guide to Cinema at gmail.com. That's what Nicole did. She sent us a uh, couple movies to check out that were time machines, but you can also send us new reviews you want us to do, whether they are streaming or in theater. Also, make sure that you uh, are sending us Brandy Bites ideas, whether it's topics to discuss, movie trailers to review, or countdowns to do. Also, leave us uh, as high a rating as you possibly can on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, it's the best way to help us grow. I don't understand how algorithms work, but if you do that, it helps us push through and become one of the more recommended uh, podcasts to people. So do that stuff. Yes, and continue sending us love on social media. We see all the comments and likes that you give us there. Thank you so much. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. As always, we will continue to be in your ears every single week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor.com, and all other major podcasting platforms guys we're past the election now but the virus is still out there so continue as always to wash your hands wear your mask and then just be kind to one another it, it doesn't matter who won it doesn't matter anything really as long as people are still sick we need to just take care of each other that's the most important thing so be good be healthy be safe and continue to listen to us if you if we cheer you up so <laughs> with that that's all we got for you on this episode we will catch you all on sunday uh i know again i normally do something try to be funny and lighthearted, but uh one day isn't enough and one outro isn't enough so thank you to all our veterans of the united states uh armed service armed services uh again Thank you for everything you've done and everything you've sacrificed. It means a lot to us. She's my roommate. We have to we have to burn macaroni and cheese and uh, have a fire drill because that's what roommates do in college. Also, did you see how Brian was looking at me? And I was like, huh? And he's like, huh? And he's like, huh? <coughs>